0: It's absolutely vital at this moment in time that we, all of us, develop wealth consciousness. Wealth consciousness is, in many ways, your true wealth in that if you don't have it on the inside, and I'm talking mentally, then it's going to be very difficult for you to produce it on the outside. A lot of people can produce money uh, or an income but they can't sustain it because they don't have an inner picture of wealth or an inner image or concept of them being wealthy. Now, I want to go beyond the mental here because I'm not just talking about mental things. There's there's an area of this, all these positive thinking books and Napoleon Hill type books, they're great in that they develop the mind in these matters, but we need to go beyond the mind. We need to go far deeper than just mental or soulish concepts man is a tripartite being he has three parts to him he is a spirit he has a soul and he lives in a body now your soul is where your mind your will and emotions are so it's good to develop that it's good to have that inner concept of wealth from a mental perspective and a lot of people just you know they program themselves where things are like positive thinking and so on but we, we want to go beyond that into deeper spiritual truths because deeper spiritual truth. Truth is the foundation and truth is the foundation of your success and truth is the foundation of your wealth. uh, When you understand that you truly are wealthy um, if you are God's child. So I want to look at something in Deuteronomy chapter 28 from the Bible here. And I want you to read the first 14 verses. And then I want to just very quickly explain what I want to look at today, which is this. You uh, should be a banker, okay? You should have your own bank. You should be somebody who is a financier, not just a successful person financially, not just a, a successful business person, but the reason why the world is run by bankers who really use governments as their puppets, is because bankers understand that the power is with the wealth. And and being a bank is the the ultimate expression of that. Even successful businessmen sometimes have to go to the bank with cap in hand to get money to, to borrow. Now, what I'm going to show you today is going to take you out of that. It's going to take you away from that and into the banker class, but not following the morals or ethics um, of what bankers do, which is basically enslave people. No, you're going to be a banker who is a liberator, a financier who brings freedom and liberation if you follow this. Now, let's just read this. It says, Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of Yahweh your God, to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today, that Yahweh your God will set you high above all nations of the earth, now understand this, bankers are sitting above nations and above national rulers. So you want to be there. God right away tells you he's going to take you there. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of Yahweh your God. We're using the word Yahweh here as God's personal name because in the Hebrew, that the, the word the Lord, which is in most of our English Bibles, it's, it's actually in Hebrew, it's Yahweh, which is God's name. It says, blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. Wherever you are, you're going to be blessed, okay? We're going to cover this chapter in great detail as we go on through our podcast. I just want to get through it very quickly just now and then get to the place that I believe is important for our message today. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground. And the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. So you're going to be blessed whatever you do and your business is going to be blessed, whatever that business is. Of course, back then, uh, people were normally in the sort of farming, livestock and and crops business. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. We could say blessed shall be your savings accounts and your uh, current accounts. Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. Yahweh will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face, they shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. So victory over your enemies. You know, it's a horrible thing to contemplate, but we do have enemies in life and we make enemies by our success sometimes. So you're going to have to deal with these folks um, and it's not a pleasant thing, but, you know, it's just part of life. Yahweh will command a blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand, and he will bless you in the land which Yahweh your God is giving you. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, what we need to see here is blessing. Okay, blessing doesn't mean you know a pat in the head, it means to empower, to prosper, to put everything at one's disposal to help them succeed. So God is promising a blessing on us and everything we put our hand to. Okay, you have to see yourself as a blessed person and that Yahweh has blessed you, is blessing you, and will continue to bless you. Yahweh will establish you as a holy people to himself, just as he has sworn to you if you keep the commandments of Yahweh your God and walk in his ways. Now, if you if you want God to bless you, you're going to have to live for him. It's as simple as that. You can't just do your own thing, do your own stuff, and then expect God to bless you. We can cover this as we go on. Uh, But, you know, it's just, it stands to reason. It's just logical. Then all peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of Yahweh, and they shall be afraid of you. And Yahweh will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, which is your children and your grandchildren your descendants, in the increase of your livestock and in the produce of your ground. In other words, in your business, in the land of which Yahweh swore to your fathers to give you folks. Wherever you are, whatever territory you occupy, that is to be the territory in which God will bless you. Then it says, Yahweh, this is the bit I want to get to, Yahweh will open to you his good treasure, the heavens to give the rain to your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hands. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And Yahweh will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not be beneath, if you heed the commandments of Yahweh your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them. So you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day to the right or the left to go after other gods to serve them. The first 14 verses of Deuteronomy 20, and the verses that follow, there are many more that speak about the curses that will come upon you if you don't live right. But I want us to zero in on these verses here today, particularly from verse 12. It says Yahweh will open to you his good treasure. The heavens, now now he's talking about being blessed from above, being blessed from the heavens uh, to give the rain to your land in season. Now, of course, actual rain is good for um, agricultural uh, people, farmers, but he's talking here about a lot more than just normal, actual, natural rain. He's talking about he will rain upon you blessing. He will rain upon you his word. Um, and to bless all the work of your hands. So your business, whatever you do, whatever you put your hand to, will be blessed. And then he says, you shall lend to Indian nations and you shall not borrow. Now what I want you to see here is is that God is saying to you, you're going to be rich as a banker. Bankers are rich, of course they are banks are rich. banks have banks deal with money, they have millions in reserves, sometimes billions. Uh, and it's all other people's money. So what happens is that people give the bank their money to steward and and to look after. But in effect, they're loaning the bank the money, and the bank takes that money and multiplies the money by giving uh, many more loans to other people. So the bank uses OPM, other people's money, to make money. There's a different principle here. God's saying, I want you to be rich, as rich as a banker. But look what he says, you shall lend too many nations, but you shall not borrow. So, the money that you receive is going to be yours free and clear. It's not going to be loaned to you. See, banks borrow money from their customers and pretend that they're they are the custodians or the stewards or or really pretend that, that it's, it's their money. Even the money that you have on deposit, even if you don't have a loan with the bank, they still pretend like it's their, they act like it's their money. But... This is a different system. God is going to make you so rich that you shall not borrow. So you're not you're not taking money from a bank. You're not taking money from lenders that you have to pay back, and sometimes, most times, with interest. He says you will be the lender, not the borrower. So that means you're going to be a bank. See, lenders, banks are lenders. That's what they do. So the, God is not speaking here about you're going to you know loan your pal five hundred pound you know to pay a bill. He's talking about you will lend to many nations. He's talking about on that level. So you need to start seeing yourself functioning at that level of wealth. Now, of course, that means it means convincing yourself in this in the sense of having wealth consciousness in your mind, but it's a whole lot deeper than that. It has to go deeper than that. It has to be more real than just a figment of your imagination. You can use your imagination to picture yourself wealthy. But the true substance of that is a spiritual thing. So, you, so and the promise, the, the true substance of it is this very promise from God himself. You're going to lend and not borrow. You're going to be above and not beneath. You're going to be the head and not the tail. Because bankers are the head, they're not the tail. The, people aren't telling banks what to do. Governments aren't telling banks what to do. And if you believe they are, that's an illusion that the media creates. Banks want you to think that, that they're subject to governments. But the truth is the opposite. Governments are subject to the bankers. And that's the reason we have all these problems on planet Earth, because the wrong people are running things. And we don't want to get into geopolitics with all that, and start talking about globalism and the influence of the banking system. We'll, We'll get into all that stuff. But I just want to show you here that that's not the purpose of this message today. I want to show you that God's saying, I want you to function at that level because you, if you're the lender and you're not borrowing, that gives you a massive advantage over other financial institutions. Let me tell you this. I want to say it. It's not pie in the sky. It's not a pipe dream. It's not castles in the sky. This is reality. God wants you to be that rich. He intends for you to be that rich. If you have a heart, that is for others, to bless people. So when he's talking here about lending, I believe he's talking about it in the New Testament as we go on in the Bible. Folks, he's talking about looking after poor people. He's talking about lifting people out of poverty. He's talking about smashing systemic poverty, not by charging people exorbitant rates of interest that they can't pay, so then you take your their, home, their homes and their property and their lands off them. No, he's not talking like that. He's saying that you will lift people out of poverty because you have a different heart, and so God can trust you with the resources, with the money, with the wealth. So, so that's why he keeps talking about you have to heed the commandments, you have to be careful to observe. In other words, guard your heart, and God will prosper you And he will guard your money. He will guard your wealth because you have the right heart. You're not somebody who's looking to uh, exploit others to make more money. You see, you don't have to make money if God is blessing you with money. It's not about what you earn or what you con people out of or what you extort. It's just receiving. And I want you to have this mindset and I want you to have this in your heart that, the wealth God gives, you simply receive it by faith. Now, you you know, you can work, you can labour, you can do things, you can engage in trade and, and business, and you ought to be doing these things, but that's not the source of your wealth. The source of your wealth is God's promise and his work. So, folks, we're talking about spiritual stuff, not just mental stuff. So you can read Think and Grow Rich, but, you know, Napoleon Hill and guys like that, Clement Stone, all these guys, they simply borrowed concepts that they saw in in spiritual reality and truth in God's Word, and, and just said, Well, you know, I could make a living out of these principles by teaching them as mental principles. But folks, this they're spiritual principles. And so I want to give you these tools. We're gonna to, I'm gonna give you the tools as we go on in these podcasts and how to manifest that wealth, how to walk in that wealth, how to function in it. But you need to understand that you are, it's God's intention for you, you're destined, if you like, to be a financier or a banker or somebody who who deals with money because God has called you to that purpose. Every one of us, I believe, is called to that, and we're all functioning at various levels and, and, and so on. But it's not God's intention for you to be poor. But if you buy into his way of doing things, if you plug into that, if you receive tools, principles, and stuff and, and strategies, then God will make you somebody who sets other people free from poverty. And, and let me just tell you, the way the world's going right now, you know, we've had, fat, eh, sorry, we've had plague, we're having war with Russia and Ukraine and all that right now. And there's going to be more probably of both of them. But but famine is the greatest threat that's that's coming down the pipe right as, as I do this podcast. Scarcity. And some of it is engineered scarcity. And we won't get into that right now either. But these are important things for us to be aware of and to understand that there is a purpose in God's word and in God's heart. For you to walk free from that and not have to plug into what we would call the beast the beast system or the globalist, the great reset, all that stuff. You can walk free from that um, and God wants you to be a lender, not a burden. In other words, he's saying, I don't want you to be a slave because the slave is borrower to the lender, we know that. Uh, sorry, the, 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 the borrower is slave to the lender, that's what I meant to say. The borrower is slave, the lender. The Bible tells us that. Uh, God doesn't want you to be uh, a borrower because that means slavery. He wants you to be a lender, which means you have authority and dominion over not just your finances, but over your life and therefore can set others free. So we'll leave it there for just now. Hope this has been a blessing to you. Stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy. Get yourself wise and uh, may you prosper and all things, and be in health. The Lord bless you.